So welcome everyone. I'm Ivy Rivera. I'm a psychic medium, a Taino Airwalk, and I own a school called the Ivy League Psychic Academy where I train people in psychic mediumship development, uh, tarot, astrology, numerology, Reiki, meditation. We train children as well as adults. You name it, we do it. Okay, we're international. It's online. So check out classes for your further development. Now, on YouTube here, since the pandemic hit, I have been doing one to two free mini classes per week called the Quarantine Series. And if you hit the playlist, you can see all the free mini classes we've been doing. Today, I am redoing the first mini class I ever put on YouTube, which was two years ago. And then for two years, I put up nothing. And this was called Fighting the Dark. So let's talk about what this is today, all right? First of all, every time you go to level up in your life, you're going to notice that you appear to be under attack. Blocks and obstacles that were not previously there or that you thought were gone and removed. Things you thought were no longer an issue or things that you never would have seen coming all of a sudden come up to the surface and start to block you. Now, why does this happen? So today we're going to break down, you know, what is the dark in fighting the dark? Why does it attack us? And what we can do about it to make sure that we still persevere. So the first thing I want to remind everyone of is that negative energy is not going away. We come to Earth and we're told that the goal is to be happy, to be healthy, to have abundance, and to enjoy ourselves. But that's not so easy to accomplish. We are in constant battle. There is no denying it. And some of our journeys are far, far more difficult than other people's journeys. But everybody gets a dose of this. Nobody comes to this planet as a human being without attack. This is a classroom, the earth. The earth is a battleground. And when people try to tell you that the negative attacks that are coming against you are because you deserve it, are because you did something wrong, you have bad karma or juju, or you are attracting it through law of attraction because you must have some negative, shadowy, dark lurking, stuff going on in there that just hasn't come to the surface yet. That is complete nonsense. I'm not saying that doesn't exist, but every time we look at an opportunity in our lives to level up, we're going to face this. So I will say this to those naysayers. They must not be doing a lot with their lives. Those people who are willing to stay in a safety zone, never push harder, never pursue anything of great value, they're not going to have the same level of attack and obstacle come in front of them. But that is not where we want to be, okay? So we don't want to ingest this and claim it as part of our nature. <clears throat> we want to identify it and get over it, okay? And continue to grow. We want to be realistic that the earth is this classroom, this battleground, period. So the goal of always getting to a higher place, a higher ground that doesn't include discomfort is really an illusion. And what I would ask for all of you to do today is to find a place where you can be comfortable being uncomfortable. 
It's never going to happen. It's not the point of being on earth. Okay. Those of you that are always asking, when will I be happy? When will I be happy? You're going to have to create that happiness in the storm. This will not end. It's a guarantee. Okay. And every time we want to celebrate something and we've had a few of these attacks upon other levels up, we may be stifling our joy and your energy comes from your joy. So even though you know you're about to level up and you're going to get attacked, don't stifle your joy, okay? It's almost like stick it to them. Celebrate anyways, but do be prepared. All right, so we want to cover the five most common ways that people have attacks and blocks come onto them. But in these five most common ways, and I'm going to do it like a countdown. We're going to go from the least common up to the biggest one that you are most definitely going to identify with. But what I want you to be paying attention to as I talk about these five different ways is how you may actually be the block, the attack on your own self, the obstacle. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes you are like your own worst enemy or you signed on to this like a, co a contract before you came to earth onto that struggle to learn, to grow. So it's not always a terrible, negative, paranormal situation. Sometimes it's natural. Sometimes it's you. Now, I also want you to pay attention to when it is something toxic and paranormal. We'll break that down. Negative energies in the universe definitely have an agenda to prevent you from going forward. That's the battleground I spoke of. But I also want you to pay attention to when you're going through a test. So a lot of people identify mostly with that one. They say, I feel like I'm always being tested. I'm always being tested. Why am I always being pressed? Why is nothing ever easy? Because probably the level up that you're receiving is something that you asked for. And you don't get anything on earth for free. You don't get anything as part of the human experience for free. So we also have to be realistic that tests are real. They're not technically attacks or blocks unless you are the block. And everything that we want to earn or have asked for or have tried to manifest, we're using law of attraction, is going to come with tests that you need to put effort into in order to pass and receive. It's almost like hoop jumping for the universe to receive that level of payout because integrity and character development trumps everything. So the universe doesn't care that you could take a shortcut. You're just not going to get it. And if you do manage to pull it off, it isn't going to last. We want lasting, real prosperity in our lives, not shortcuts and level jumping and stepping on other people. Okay, that's con work. And we do live in a society, we live in a world that says this is the way to get ahead. Well, you pay a heavy price for that. That's going to eventually drop you hard and cost you everything. We don't do that, okay? So integrity and character development. So again, I want you to look at those three key areas. When is it you that is the block in these five steps I'm going to talk about? When is it negative, low-level energy in the universe like paranormal energy? And when is it a test? from the universe based on a level up that you asked for, okay? I do want to talk real quick before we get into this 
about uh, some quick solutions because later I'm not really going to get into all that, okay? We'll break it down as we go. What should you be doing with all of this in addition to categorizing it? Well, you should be asking, what am I supposed to learn from this? Okay, once you find the trigger, you want to figure out what the lesson is. So with every new level, new devil, what is the lesson, okay? It is not as simple as, well, I have to logically do these things in order to achieve that prosperity. It is that in conjunction with, how am I supposed to be growing spiritually? How am I supposed to be becoming a more responsible individual? How am I supposed to be getting healthier? How am I supposed to be evolving as a human being so that I can give more to others? There's a whole lot embedded in this. And at any given time, at any given level up, you don't know always what's going on, what the bigger picture lessons are. So sit back and take, I would, I always say this, right? 10 to 15 minutes with your guides. In this case, we're talking about your work and money guide. If you don't know how to communicate with your guides, I have a class up on the website called Meet Your Guides. Take it. But when you talk with your work and money guide, you would just say, I'm confused. I don't really understand what I'm supposed to be learning from some of this hardship. Could you show me the bigger picture? There's always more than what meets the eye. What we know is this. <laughs> if you ask for a leveling up, it automatically triggers attack and blocks. That's a given. All right, we will start to notice straight out of the gate disturbing thoughts. And you're going to wonder, where's that coming from? Is that me? Am I tripping myself up? Why do I have a paranoia? Why do I feel like the other shoe is going to drop? You know, why can't I just have something already? So it's just part of it. You can feel the energy. I also want to add that the number one group of people to be attacked, especially by the paranormal forces I spoke of, are empaths, light workers, and healers. So if you are going into the healing arts, you're a doctor, you're a nurse, you're an EMT, you want to be doing energy work, Reiki, maybe you want to get into mediumship or, you know, psychic readings, literally any of this you are automatically going to be under a greater level of attack than the average person. This is, for those of us who do this kind of work, like a nonstop issue. It, it, it is not just going to happen when you're leveling up. It's consistent, and you really have to be on guard more than um, other people, okay? For those of you who are also maybe like teachers or you're in um, some kind of law enforcement or protection, you're a firefighter, you are an activist, you're into uh, protesting, you know, you, whenever you are of service, okay, to others and to bring healing and light to the universe, you're going to get beat up in between your levels up. Those are just worse times, but it's never ending. Just something to keep in mind. Okay, we are going to get into the countdown. Five most common attacks that we see. All right, so what is the countdown? The five most common attacks that we will see. So number five, okay, this is about you going through some type of a hardship. Like you get sick, you have to have an operation, uh, there's a death in your uh, circle, you have job loss, divorce, which leads to custody and legal battles. I mean, it just goes on and on. 
whenever we're going through something like that, one of the really important things to remember is that it is a level up technically. Okay, it is always any tragic circumstance or what may feel as though it is a tragic circumstance is always a huge opportunity for growth and development and leveling up. But we don't emotionally want to work with it that way. So you could check out another class here called Intuition versus Emotion to help you get through that process. Now, what's happening during times like that is that you really do become potentially anxious. So we could see like anxiety disorders. I can't prescribe diagnose, of course, but depression. And through outlets like that, when you're sort of sitting and stewing, and sometimes while meds are great, meds in conjunction with therapy and a game plan to get off of all of that, okay? And I'm not just talking about meds for the mental health. I'm also talking about medications for like illnesses and things that you were going through, clearing up anything like infections or, you know, injury. We are always susceptible to, especially pain blockers, to paranormal attacks and energy coming in. So anxiety, depression, use of medication. And a lot of times when we're going through this level of heavy negative energy, we are prone toward escapist tendencies, avoidance issues, which can lead to drug and alcohol abuse issues. That, again, is a gateway for paranormal attacks. So while we are saying, yes, it's probably paranormal, negative lower, lower level energies coming in to steal your energy, to keep you down, in the worst case scenarios, it is to actually attach to your energy field or actually possess the body. Now, we don't see this as being the most common issue unless you allow for your depression, your anxiety, that low-level energy to linger for extended periods of time and you really start feeding it with these toxic habits. So be mindful and let's move through things as quickly as we possibly can. Now, one of the other issues we see with things like this, okay, again, divorce, job loss, death, okay, illness, all of these things. We see a shifting from the right intuitive side of our brain where we are connected to spirit, we're connected to our higher mind, we're connected to the universe, over to the left side of our brain, the logical side where you're trying to fix things all the time. You're trying to find the solutions on your own. When we shift to the left side of our brain, because we're anxious, because we're coming from a place of ego, fear, control, manipulation, we're desperate to get out of our predicament. We cut off the right side of our brain, which means we are in a trouble zone. We have cut off from spirit, our intuition. And you really cannot stay there. So what I'm going to recommend for those of you who are overthinkers, and I'm a Gemini, I get it, ruled by Mercury, okay? Gemini's Virgos in the house, not good, all right? We overthink more than anyone else. What you have to do during that time is get some self-control. You have to stop and look at your circumstances and ask honestly yourself and your spirit guides, have I done everything I'm supposed to do? If you have, you have got to let it go. And I go crazy when people come back and they say, but how, but how? But I just said, but how? 
You have to get self-control. How do you accomplish anything in life if you don't have self-control? That's how. There's no magic cure. No one's going to step in and do it for you. You must stop. You have to stop thinking those thoughts. I think a lot of people aren't aware that they can control their minds. Okay? You have to understand that your toxic thinking is leading to additional emotional distress and actual physical anxiety. Control it. Control it. So pay attention. Be mindful at all times of where your thoughts are going. And if there's nothing more for you to do, get in touch with uh, the serenity prayer. Let go, let God. Allow and have some faith in the universe. You must move forward in blind faith that things will work out in their own time. I am aware of how difficult this is, but that is the only real solution. Okay, you have to have some faith. I did talk a little bit. We're going to move on to number four here. I did talk a little bit about sitting for too long with an accumulation of negative energy. I just want to sort of explain that a little bit more. Say you were sick or you had, you know, a broken limb and you really couldn't get around or you were just super depressed because of your divorce or job loss and you find that you are picking certain spots Usually people find a chair that becomes their favorite chair in the house or they take to their bed and that's always my go-to and then my whole room is polluted with toxic energy and it disrupts my sleep. You're going to find a spot, a comfort zone. You're going to settle in and you're going to stew. Okay, that's the human way. It's okay, but you can't just leave it there. You have got to cleanse that area, that space. We have a free class on here called Clearing, okay? So you can just look at that. We have another one called Hauntings, Clearings, and Detachments that can help you. Eventually, what may happen is that you see paranormal activity in the house. That is a sign that you have not been cleaning at all, okay? So if you guys have questions, you can get to it, but I have classes on that. All right, so uh, we definitely do not, in our safe space, what is meant to be our haven, our healing, our little sacred spot for recouping, we don't want to let it become toxic and be taken over by paranormal activity. And we definitely don't want to be uh, popping pills, drug use, getting high, and drinking in that space. Remember, that is the number one gateway for paranormal activity. So that is the opposite of healing. All right? Be very careful. Number four. Negative thinking and self-doubt brought on by unresolved issues or new challenges, new circumstances. So here's a big thing. Sometimes you asked for a level up. You asked for your lover to show up. People, one of the most common questions I get is uh, from my clients is like, Where's the one? When will I meet the one? Is Josh the one? Is Dana the one? Is this person the one? Or when will I meet my soulmate? When will I be happy and have the one? Okay, you ask for it over and over and over again. And then when it shows up, it comes with a whole set of complications and we want to run and hide. The same thing will happen with jobs or career options. Maybe you went to school and you spent thousands and thousands of dollars and years and years in training and then years later you finally get the dream job and you got the interview and your life is just going down the toilet okay what happens with all of this well we tend to develop low self-esteem we have confidence issues and if you are being attacked by lower level energies in the universe paranormal attacks they can use something called clairaudience against you. Clairaudience is the ability to hear spirits in your head as though it is your own voice. 
which means that a lot of the thoughts that you have are not your own. This is why we always need to be mindful. Now, clear audience is an amazing ability. If you have it, you're going to be great at things like mediumship. But not all spirits that want to manipulate your brain and put in messages are coming from the light. So those that are coming from dark, lower energy will attack you when you're about to level up. And they will tell you things like, you're worthless, you can't do it, you have failed before, you're going to fail again. And you may have serious depression, anxiety, your low self-esteem can come to the surface. Maybe you realize you're like doing a lot of emotional eating out of the blue. What is going on? Okay, You need to own your thoughts. Remember, not everything you think came from you. And spirits in the light are never going to attack you like that. And you naturally, unless you haven't gone to therapy and you do have trauma triggers and you haven't been dealing with your past trauma, you're probably not doing that to your own self. If it seems odd, it could be coming from somewhere else. Now, what about, you know, those of us who do have past trauma and it resurrects? That means that every time success enters, a loving relationship enters, an opportunity for prosperity enters, we start to deteriorate because it's a trigger effect. All right? Go back to therapy. Figure out your triggers. Work with it, but do not step down. Do not back down from your level up. Sometimes it is negative, toxic, paranormal energy is attacking you. Sometimes it's you, technically. So we want to break those down. Um, I just want to add a side effect to Claire audience. We do have a free class up here called the Claire's that breaks that down too. But Claire audience comes with a ringing in the ears, like a tinnitus, typically in the left ear. So this incessant ringing or feeling of pressure in your ears, it can also come with an anxiety attack or profusive sweating. So be mindful around the time your body's doing odd things. What thoughts are you having? Now, we also see that with a loving relationship, a relationship that maybe has huge potential in it, you know, comes with all these challenges. Everybody wants to meet their soulmate, right? I don't believe in twin flames, so we're not even going to go there. But, you know, you get a handful of soulmate options over the course of your life, and every single one of them is going to test you to the core of your being. It is extremely difficult, these relationships, especially if you have past trauma. So a lot of people uh, see this in regards to intimacy issues, right? You don't really want to let somebody in. You think you do, but you don't really want to become intimate with them and have to share what you're thinking or what you're feeling. Um, you know, all kinds of reasons can come up that are then making it seem as though you are receiving uh, uh, toxic attacks or blocks. So just be mindful that this is a natural part of the level up process when you meet someone meaningful. This is why a lot of people are serial daters or they love to just keep it light or they say they want to get involved, you know, with you and then you get involved and, and they never want it to go anywhere because they don't want to enter into that space. Okay, so we need to take things further into a deeper level. Be careful. One of the ways you could deal with this is to set boundaries. Set boundaries. Be realistic about what you can handle. All right. So, like, you know, I have intimacy issues. Polly, we're going to out his baggage. You know, Polly has intimacy issues, whatever. 
you know, and, but we're both Geminis too. So we're pretty good at being like, mm, it's time for you to go away. You know, I'm going to go deal with my stuff over here and we'll come back together when we've regrouped or whatever. You just have to know where your boundaries are. So don't push yourself so hard that you're destroying everything and burning everything in your path. Okay. So that's whether it be work, it be relationships, anything. Set boundaries and be realistic. Here's another thing. You should really um, be proactive when it comes to your sleep because all of these issues are going to come to the surface as subconscious dreaming. I have a class called Dreams That Might Help You up on the website. Now, when we talk about subconscious dreaming, we're talking about stuff that you didn't deal with during the day, things that were upsetting you, things you have not found solutions to are going to come up at night. You don't want to be losing your rest, okay? That is a drain on your energy, and that can cause additional problems. So be proactive. Very good. Figure out your triggers. I also want to, I just want to add this. Every time, okay, we say that we want something, again, it may not match your logic, but there is more to it than meets the eye. The universe isn't going to give you that new job promotion that you asked for without first you having to do some spiritual development, you having to learn some lessons about who you really are and character development or about your life about your life's purpose, how you can use this to pay it forward. You don't get anything for free. You get something, you're going to have to pay that forward. Look at the other areas we spoke about earlier. Number three, when your intuition increases, okay, you will have something called kundalini, or we would say when you go through an awakening, you're going to have something called kundalini. Now, a lot of people don't associate these two. So a common question that I get is like, my life has changed a lot lately. And I feel like things are really going in the right direction for me. But I have all these weird issues, depression, anxiety. Uh, my, you know, my ears are ringing. I don't sleep right anymore. I really don't want to be around people. What is going on with me? What is wrong? Why am I not happy? Even though things are going in the right direction, what went wrong? Well, every time you level up, you also have an awakening, a spiritual evolution. So you don't get one without the other. And that is something called Kundalini. But with the Kundalini, it's a detoxing. So it's sort of like saying every new level, there's going to be a new devil. Or like every time a new door is going to open, another door has to shut. Or every time the bus stops, somebody's got to get off. That's Kundalini, okay, in essence. So it's taking through your chakras, we could say, through your energy field, and it's wiping out what no longer serves you. Unfortunately, this can trigger breakups, divorces. You may have a major job shift, a change in health. Health situations can improve. Again, I can't prescribe a diagnose, but we can actually see a reversal. A lot of people who couldn't get pregnant all of a sudden do get pregnant. We see all kinds of things with Kundalini. So it is a detox and it does affect your past lives, your current life situation, the future, and it will typically come out through your orifices and some other interesting things, which I won't get into. I'm sure we have another class on that, okay? So, or we will if you want it posted, it's gross. But essentially you must release in order to make room for the new positive, productive energy that's coming in, okay? So uh, sometimes it isn't 
an actual attack on your physical self. It is this. All right, let's move down to number two, the sleep state. Now, it is biblical even that attacks will occur upon the veil being lifted when waking and sleeping. So what does that really mean? Um, so in the Bible, it says something to the to the like of, um, you know, guard your thoughts upon waking and sleeping. All right. Well, what this is really about is the veil. So the veil, which is that, let's say it's like a shield or a wall between the worlds, right? The world we think we live in and the unseen world on the other side. When that veil is thinnest or that veil is lifted, it is typically when you are dozing off or when you're waking up. So if you've ever noticed that you wake up and you thought you were talking to people in the room and you don't know where they went, or you see orbs or lights shooting up into the corners, okay? Or if you record yourself, you're speaking in tongues and foreign languages, or when you're dozing off, you can hear people talking. You can hear songs and things uh, that seem familiar to you, but you're not sure why. That's when the veil is lifted. Those are things that were already there, but you didn't notice. Well, this is also the time for attack. So paranormal negative energies in the universe that want to give you a hard time will use that very vulnerable state to drain you, okay, to take from your energy. Now, the more they can do this to you at night, the easier you are as a victim, an energy source. The point is because you're a food source for them uh, when you're awake, Okay, because you're basically a zombie, so it makes it easier for them to latch on to you full time. So be aware. Again, that dream class that I have up on my website, I train you in something called lucid dreaming techniques, which is all about controlling your thoughts as you doze off so that you go into a nice space, controlling your dreams throughout the night. And should things get slipped up and you are having nightmares or attacks, you can get control of it again and get to higher ground. But there is a way to control this. Now, 3 to 5.30 in the morning is the haunting hour. That is when things are most active. And that is when the majority of attacks may occur. So again, be prepared. One of the things that we could do when we wake up and we just want to die, okay? If you ever just wake up and you're like, I can't do this. I can't get out of bed today. I have a horrible feeling. There's a terrible foreboding. I just want to climb into a cave today. And that's not an option. You were probably being attacked all night. Now, what you want to do is quickly, quickly convert that negativity into positivity by looking at like five to 10 things that you're really grateful for. I'm breathing. I can see. I have enough money to stop and get my coffee on the way to work. I have gas in my tank. Uh, my feet are operating. I have clothes on my back. I have a roof over my, whatever it is. Okay, just start turning it into gratitude immediately. Flip it on its ear. Get rid of that. I also like to do this little technique where I, I will um, focus on what it is that I'm feeling or where the negative energy is. I take a deep breath and I shake three times out through my hands. Okay, just release it, release it. All right. The number one way that we get attacked, your loved ones, your family, your friends, your spouse, your children, your coworkers, random people on the street will start to oddly attack you or give you trouble. This is the most common way 
to get at you. Because humans are the mouthpiece for God. Humans are also wide open channels and vessels for negative energy to channel through. And the majority of humans, especially in our day and age, are not being mindful. Therefore, they do not own their energy. So when you're about to level up, toxic energies in the universe go directly for them because they're closest to you. Because your guard is down and you're counting on them to support you. You're trusting. And you can't be. So for those of you that are surrounded by loved ones, friends, lovers, whatever, family, and these people are not mindful individuals. These people are not educated on any of what I'm talking about today. Maybe they don't believe in negative energy. Or they do feel that everything in the world is uh, something they're entitled to. They are doggy dog, right? They are narcs in, a, in their own way. Um, even if that's what you've been used to, your whole life, you're going to reach a point of leveling up where that's not going to work anymore because they're going to turn that around on you. So we see chatter, we see triangulation, we see backstabbing, we see them coming at you with defeatist uh, words of defeat, encouraging you to go in a wrong direction or making you think that you can't make it or that you're doing it wrong, um, that uh, maybe they start to break you down by creating drama. So in their own life, all of a sudden, they're just deteriorating and they're sucking all the life out of you to have to go over there and fix it. Maybe they just aren't showing up for what they said they would show up for. It reminds me very much of narcissistic attacks. We have a couple videos on that as well. But they are using opportunities when you were counting on them to actually attack you and to not be there for you. This could also just look like, uh, you know, picking fights, picking fights or disappearing, ghosting you. Okay. Unacceptable. So what do we do? Well, you guys feel free to get colorful in the comments here about what to do. But a lot of people don't want to leave what they've known. Most people don't want to set boundaries because they're not appreciated with people who like to take advantage of those boundaries. It creates too much conflict. So they stay they allow themselves to be victim to it, and they do not level up. That will be the consequence, and that is not an option. So the way I like to look at relationships is this. Some people are mindful. Some people do have a growth mindset, and those are the people that I can potentially grow with. Those that it will only take that so far, or they refuse to do any of it, I will not be keeping them around in my life no matter how much I love them. There is no in-between. There are no shades of gray. Not everybody can come along on your level up. Okay, and every single time you have one, somebody's going to have to get off that bus. It's pretty much a guarantee. But there are degrees of attack here, and it does get very difficult to make those levels up when you see it coming from a spouse, a parent, people in your inner group in a major way. So remember, what did we talk about in the beginning? What's your job? What, what are the lessons here? You have to ask that question. What are the bigger lessons here? Okay, well, why was I why was I not seeing this before? It will come. You will find out what it is that needs to be um, changed. Okay, one of the things that we can do to protect ourselves because you can't always set boundaries on all these people all the time because it'll also happen out on the streets that you're having more attacks and confrontation. You need to um, 
pre prepare yourself by not taking anything from them. So whenever somebody's about to level up, one of the common things, I tell my students this all the time, don't accept gifts from people. They usually start giving you gifts um, in the form of like friendship or conversation, or they want to really offer you their support. They want you to tell them things. They want you to share, you know, how you're feeling and what's going on with you in your life. Don't that that in a level up is no time to make new friends. Absolutely not. No, thank you. I'm not interested. I don't know why you're interested in me all of a sudden, but I'm not interested in leveling up with you right now while I'm leveling up in my life. Cut it off. That is no time to get intimate with someone. Now, I don't care how long they've been in your life. That is no time, and they will come around right then. You also see exes return. You'll see people from your past that you haven't dealt with in a million years return when it's time for you to have a level up. Be mindful of who's all of a sudden coming around. Now, the other thing that they will do, they will try to give gifts that are typically like food or beverages. Don't drink them. Don't eat them. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay? No thanks. Um... They will typically, if that's not working, move up to actually gifting you like objects that they think would hold some type of sentimental value for you. And we always, I'm always saying this, right, and this sounds nutty, but it isn't. Don't let anyone touch you. They shouldn't be touching your hair. They shouldn't be touching you physically, sitting too close, coming in too close. No one needs to be within an arm's reach of you, okay? Even in New York City, and I've lived there enough, you can manage to set boundaries with people, as ridiculous as this may sound. No one needs to be so close in your energy field that they can manipulate it or you can accidentally absorb their stuff. Keep everyone outside of your circle. No one should be, um, you know, touching you or your desk also. If you find that this is a problem at home or at work, they also don't need to be touching your things that would be considered like your intimate things, your work desk, your computer, things on your desk, your pictures, anything in your bedroom, even in your vehicle, okay, things like this. Just start protecting your space and your personal objects from interference. Okay, that is the number one way. So I believe we have gone through all five. Did I forget to say anything I wanted to comment on? Okay, great. So this would be a great time for you guys if you have questions or comments to post uh, if you yeah, haven't. I was just thinking that my baldness is a defense mechanism. You can't touch my hair if I don't have any. <laughs> so thank you, Spirit. Congratulations. Yeah, and that's how you put a positive spin on it. <laughs> Okay, we've got, uh, this has uh, been an awesome class. People are, you know, tons of comments, so everyone's really, really loving it. So um, on, off of that last one, we'll just go here. That Jenna had said, after cutting out a few close, toxic relationships, there's so much positivity in my life. Uh, I stopped smoking cigarettes and started eating healthier, and it was crazy how sudden all the abundance was. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, sometimes you get rid of people. And everything in your life just starts working and gets easier, right? And it's like, oh, my God, they were the source of so much negativity and stress for me. Um, the quitting of smoking is huge, too. So congratulations. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I'll just run through a couple more comments before we do the questions. Okay. Um, in regards to, um, you know, leveling up here, Elsie uh, says that she almost died in January from a, quote, unquote, inexplicable flu reaction. And that's, she thinks that's when her awareness started to hit hard. Uh, tonight has got wild, and I guess that was her third call. Okay, so she had a near-death experience. Did we do a class on the different ways that we um, awaken? 
I don't think so. You did. Uh, I did a clip. It, you can yeah. go on my TikTok and you can see it's something like 10 different ways that you will awaken. But I'll do that as a free mini class is uh, empathic awareness. So in my empathic awareness training and you go to Ivy Rivera empathic educator dot com. Uh, could you put that in the link for her? Uh, there we talk about all of the different ways that we become more intuitive and how it can't be reversed. And so it becomes this new energy that you have to deal with, and it can be very, very disruptive. So happy you're here on Earth, happy you're here for the class, and uh, I'm really happy to hear for you that you're able to piece things together spiritually, energetically, not just physically for this. Awesome. Mm. But yes, near-death experiences are a huge reason for an awakening. And I want to say 12 to 15 other things that we talk about. Jill said that she's going through some of these big life changes. And this week, her spirit guide literally told her to color and be autistic to open back up to her intuitive side. Love it. Uh, and Danny Johnson says that, thank you for saying that what we pray for, especially with relationships, comes with automatic complications. My gut said that there was more to meet the eye, more than meets the eye, and this confirms so much. Thank you. Awesome. So true. Mm. Okay. We have a question from Bernadette. Okay. Uh, does the term leveling up mean trying to be a better person or trying to think about others? Um, I, I think it does because uh, I see this term being thrown around a lot and usually when people are talking about it they're talking about financial success they're talking about materialism they're talking about career you know success and it's like i don't think people understand you don't get one without the other so yes bernadette i would and that you know we talked about that a couple times throughout the curriculum here that, that it doesn't work that way. If you're actually going to authentically get that kind of prosperity, it has to come along with character development and integrity. Um, otherwise, it's false, it's short-lived, or it won't actually get you anywhere as far as true leveling up is concerned in the universe, in your life contract, it's not going to happen. This is why a lot of people who feel that they are materially, materialistically or financially secure, they don't have a lot of happiness. They think that's it because that's what we're brainwashed into thinking. That's the almighty goal. The almighty buck is the goal. And it isn't. It's not going to accomplish anything other than that. And even that, again, I don't think you can count on lasting. So we have this whole other element to it that involves exactly what you said. I think she said uh, spiritually leveling up and she said um, something like helping other people, right? Yeah, she is trying to think about others. Yeah, thinking about others, uh, which brings us um, back to what I had said earlier when it's um, ultimately all about paying it forward. And yes, we live in a society, we live in a world today that pff, they don't care. They'll step over you, you know, people kill you for a nickel. I mean, it's ridiculous, and it's just gotten so bad. No one thinks of, um, you know, that having an opportunity to grow is going to require that you give some of that back away. It's all about how can I get me, me, me? How can I take it? How can I take it? And that's not the deal. So, yes. Uh, we had two that came in that were pretty similar. Okay. Um, one from Bugsy and one from Jenna. Okay. Um, Bugsy says... Uh, what if I don't have thoughts anymore? I know what I should do, but when I try to think about things, they aren't there. 
or I can't remember what I was thinking about. I just start to cry because I don't understand. And Jenna said, I feel like there's so much going on in my head, but when I reach for thoughts, it's like grabbing, grabbing something out of an empty bowl. Well, I was thinking that about my own self earlier. I notice um, that the more bright-brained I go, that the more levels up I have, that the more downloads I receive, the more intuitive I get, and I've received criticism from people I've gotten into relationships with for this, that the left logical side of my brain seems to be mush. And it's like, I had somebody say to me once, "Do you are you even capable of thinking anymore? And I was like, God, I don't know. That's a great question nor do I care. So I think the solution is this. See your doctor, get treatment if you feel that's appropriate for you, if there is something going on, but always look at this because even at the root of that is going to be this. If we are spending so much time on the right side of our brain, the logical left side gets shoved out and that's okay, but we have to make our time on the right side productive. And if you don't understand the language, if you don't understand what's going on with your intuition, you're just going to feel like you're spiraling out of control. That's why I have these classes. That's why I have psychic mediumship training in the Ivy League Psychic Academy. I am here for those of you who are going through this. I understand. And you have got to use it or else it's like a clog in your brain. And even when you are using it all the time, you will notice that you... Um, you know, I had one of my favorite students is a lawyer, and I remember her saying, I think I can't do this anymore because it's affecting me in court. I get up there to speak, and I, it's like I'm an airhead. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, you know, I think she set some boundaries, and she, you know, learned how to control it better, and she's fine now. But I thought that is perfect. That that sums it up. That's what we go through. We feel like we're not ourselves, and we can't process anymore. Okay, so it is... Um, in the empathic awareness training that Paul put in the comments, um, one of the very first things that we talk about, it is um, sometimes your new intuition is overrunning you, it's gone wild, and sometimes it is um, overabsorption from other people's energy coming in that does not belong there, causing that confusion. So you also need to deal with what you're taking in from atmospheres, objects, and others around you. So check out that Empathic Awareness class to get started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a question from Naomi. Okay. Sleep, excuse me, sleep paralysis. Is that an attack? A shadow person communicated with me once, and after that I could hear whispers and feel so much energy. Well, I mean, it could be. It sounds like you're talking about two different things, though. So when we talk about... Um, we have a class up here on, isn't it dreams and deja vus? Yes. And then I have a two-hour training on dreams class, which I mentioned several times to help you through your dreams. We can have something called astro travel that causes sleep apnea and sleep paralysis. And so that's not the same thing. But you having a visitation from some type of spirit that made you feel a certain way, that could be... a a paranormal situation. So you you really have to break it down for your own self. But yes, the dreams class will help you. Okay. Uh, this one is from Bo. Okay. So is blocking someone on your phone a type of cutting? I have an on and off friendship that I know wasn't great, but we weren't in close physical proximity. Well, I would say so. I mean, it's not about the object itself. It's not even about 
how much space we're in because you could be stuck working next to someone or, you know, living in a house with someone that you have to set boundaries with and block. And it doesn't change the fact that they're right there near you in the same way that you could block someone on your phone, but still think of them all the time and be giving them your energetic attention and still really enmeshed. You know, it's not going to make a difference. So you can um, absolutely block from the phone and it will be enough and productive if you blocked mentally, emotionally, and energetically as well. For those of you who struggle with things like cord cutting and boundaries, we have a class up called Relationships, Boundaries, and Cord Cutting on the school's website that will help with that. So absolutely, Bo. Okay. Good. Uh, this is from Yvonne. Okay. It says, I'm cut off from <clears throat> all friends and family and only have my children around me, but I still feel the universe test me and feel a constant dark cloud over me. Like, what could this be? Felt this for 30 plus years. Well, I think that's what you need to go in and ask. In 30 plus years, did you ever go in and ask your spirit guides? Did you ask for help? Did you did you meditate on it? You know, how, I mean, this, this may be the kind of thing you need to book an actual reading for. You know, we don't have that kind of time here. But, I mean, you're talking about, if you're talking about a lot of stuff, you're talking about 30 years. I find it hard to believe that if you put the effort in to really be introspective and ask for spirit to show you that they never gave you an answer in all that time. I would say that you probably haven't applied this yet. And, of course, you haven't had time to if you posted this earlier in the feed. You know, but that's what you're going to want to do. And that goes for everyone who feels like for a long time you haven't had answers to things. You have to ask in order to receive. And when we receive, we can't negate it. We don't want to dismiss it or say, well, I don't know, or that's wishful thinking, or yeah, that makes some sense, but I'm not going to apply it to my life. We have to be grateful for the guidance that our spirit guides give us. Uh, we really need to be working more with them. Yeah. So uh, you have um, a relationship guide that was appointed to you when you came to earth. And I would just sit directly with that one and sit for 10, 15 minutes and ask them to show you uh, what's going on with your concerns and quiet yourself and listen. Okay. Uh, again, a lot of people defend you that you said your left brain was mush. They're, uh, <laughs> oh, it's bad. Bernadette says you have established yourself as a voice that speaks authentically to help us. It better. Created classes <laughs> in the school that teaches light work. You, smart. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Bernadette. <laughs> yes, and um, Bo backed that up and said she agrees. It seems like your left brain is fueled. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's just gone. But, you know, and the more you channel and the more you live in a state of intuition and you do everything like, you know, you're told to do something, you're told there's a level up coming and you stay on the right side of your brain so that you don't let the left side come in and make you fearful. I don't let it block me. I don't let it stop me. I don't let it prevent what is supposed to happen that means you have to live for longer periods of time in your intuition and sometimes it's like weeks and months like that and so I, I just don't I don't go left because it's nothing but a disruption and I can't pay attention to my emotions because those don't tell the truth so it's sort of like there's a whole bunch of stuff that ends up being uh, worthless until you need it to do math or like live or find the car in a parking lot or <laughs> well you can live Accomplish something. <laughs> Thank God I have Polly. <laughs> the, the other two, I don't know. 
Okay, the silly ra- the silly rabbit says, I had an accident about two years ago and went through a period of depression, anger, and anxiety. Thank God I pushed through. I felt I leveled up after that. I'm wondering, was that an attack, me, or just bad luck? Was the accident an attack? Mm. Well, we... We, we want to see things like accidents as being opportunities for us to level up. So if it was something negative that was allowed, then it is always, through alchemy, an opportunity to convert the negative into positive. So it's still an opportunity, even if it wasn't pleasant. The other thing that can happen with really intrusive physical attacks like the one girl talked about a near-death experience you're talking about a terrible car accident we have death points and we have accident points throughout our like planets our stars so not a ton of western astrologers talk about it but more vedic might uh i think that we also see some patterns of this in numerology in different places and what we're really looking at is uh, incidents that we signed on to before we came to Earth. So it's written in the stars. It would be destiny charted. And these things cannot be manipulated. They can't be reversed. But when they occur, we still have free will to use them as opportunities. So we can either avoid some of them. When I talk about death points with my students in psychic mediumship class, I talk about how we have all these death points, but we can dodge most of them. And so there's one way. Another way is to um, take something like an accident or an illness or near-death experience and um, use it to grow and develop, knowing that we signed on to it. We did agree to it in our life contract before we came to Earth. So a lot of these things are contracted. When I train people in psychic surgery and at Reiki class, we talk about not being able sometimes to deliver a psychic surgery to someone because what they have is contracted. They signed on to it before they came to Earth and it cannot be manipulated. So there's a lot going on there potentially. But regardless, it can always be used for your greater good. Hmm. Uh, Sarah is asking... How do you know when it's counseling or spiritual development that's needed? How do we assess the anxiety or gut feeling? Well, I think that it's very rarely one or the other. And I think that's the problem in society is that people go, the things you're talking about, Ivy, that looks like anxiety. Or the things you're talking about, that sounds like depression. Or it sounds like, what did we get the other day? That's a heart attack. You're having a heart attack. I assure you I'm not having a heart attack. I assure you most of us are not, right? Or multiple cirrhosis or they come, you know. We have to be able to hold multiple thoughts at one time, and we have to be able to examine if it could be a couple different things. And what I have found over the years is that there isn't anyone who's going through any kind of mental uh, or physical trauma that doesn't have the spiritual or energetic part of it simultaneously. There is no such thing in my mind. I've never, ever seen proof that these are two separate things. So you have to analyze yourself the same way. You have to say, okay, if I think I'm having, um, what was the question? Was it mental stuff or emotional stuff? Counseling or spiritual development. Okay, counseling or spiritual, but I don't think it, it is or, okay? So there's that word again. Is it this or is it this? No, it's both. It's both. Everything is connected. And the more we try to just turn toward, you know, 
big pharma and the medical field and the mental health field and, and all these failures and gaps and lack of answers and deterioration and stuck cycles. The more we keep doing that and we shun the energetic spiritual aspect of it, the more we will suffer. And if we try only to look at the spiritual and energetic, we are often missing a lot of the great tools that modern science and psychology uh, has developed to help us get through the process. It's all one thing. I don't see them as separate at all. But we all have to be our own doctor and we all have to be our own spiritualist. It's like that post you made the other day was that quote from Hippocrates, you know? Right. About being your own doctor. If you're not being your own doctor, you're a fool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a great question. Thank you for asking that one. Um, so Bernadette asks, are the thoughts that come into our mind from our guides always positive and helpful? The, when guides are putting thoughts into your head, they don't actually go that far. So what the guides are going to do, you'll typically get a ringing in the right ear, which is when you're supposed to think it's your psychic ability or your higher mind kicking in, your gut instinct kicking in, okay, versus the left ear. The left ear ringing, the grandmothers used to say, left for love, right for spite. So when the left ear rings, it's spirit communication. Guides don't do that. Guides always want you to come up with the thought yourself. So what they might do is trigger, again, that anxiety attack, that sweating, or that right ear ringing. And they're not really putting the thoughts in entirely. They're more triggering you into thinking for yourself, finding solutions for yourself. And um, that really is all about you building uh, confidence and being able to trust in your own self more, which is sort of the ultimate human experience, okay? is to like be your own, you know, it's almost like uh, be your own God, be your own savior, you know, be your own healer. And so they, they participate in that, but they don't straight on come in and do it for you. And um, yes, they would always be helpful and positive. Even, even when they're warnings, it could seem negative, but it isn't, you know, warnings have to happen. So yeah, always. Very cool. Uh, Bernadette says this is the best class. Honest. <laughs> uh, Bugsy, Bo, Naomi, all thank you so much. Um, and, you know, they, the comments are really great. I can't wait for you to go read them. They're, they're really good. Excellent. Touched a lot of people tonight, and everyone uh, has really, really, really learned a lot from this one. I, I love it. Fabulous. Was that the last question then? Okay, very good. Well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Um, the next upcoming class is going to be level jumping. All right. If you guys want to leave a donation, greatly appreciated. Please do subscribe and hit that bell for alerts. Your weekly horoscopes are up on Mondays at 8.30 uh, p.m. Eastern. I do a show called Ask Ivy where I do psychic mediumship answers. So I take your questions. And um, yeah, that next free mini class is, did you say Tuesday, yes. 8 p.m. or 9 Tuesday at 8 p.m. Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern is level jumping. So if there are areas in your life, whether it be love, in your career, with your money, with your spiritual development, where you are noticing that there's an odd stagnancy or you have a pattern of one step forward, two steps back, you could be leveling jump. Level jumping, we're going to break down uh, how you're doing it and how to correct it so that you can not only get to a new level of prosperity in a real way that lasts, but also enjoy the process of growth. Thank you, Polly. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Spirit. Thanks, everyone. See you next time.